0: You're starting, that's how you start. Please don't do it again.
1: (laughs) It's not your mama's Christine podcast. Welcome, everybody. Not your mama's Christian podcast. Don't take this too seriously. I am your host, Shane, here
0: with my brother. Here. I didn't know I was going to pick that up, honestly. I, I didn't see any lines moving. <laughs> I, was oh, like, really? man, I was like, man, you're drinking really loud.
1: For those of you who uh, who didn't know what I was doing, I was just drinking my coffee.
0: Yeah, Guess what? It's fall. We're not drinking pumpkin or anything, though. No, just black coffee. The reason why is because I didn't feel like... There's no there's no drive through Starbucks on the way here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't feel like getting out of the car. Yeah. It's the whole thing. I'll just go to Dunkin' Donuts and get coffee you know what always bothers me
1: about starbucks whenever I, if whenever i go there is when i when because i like black coffee you like black coffee right yep. Yep. i like black coffee I actually duncan i drink with one cream one sugar because i don't love their black coffee yeah it's not that great i still drink it black but anyways i'll be at starbucks and sometimes i'll just order black coffee they mm-hmm. don't they don't want to announce it to the to the restaurant they just go i'd say can i get a black coffee and they just go and get it and hand it to me but then when i order a. Pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, yeah. I be standing at the end, and they're like, "Pumpkin spice latte for Shane? For Shanae? Like, oh, Shana? yeah. <laughs> like, oh no!" And then I'm like, walk up, and I'm embarrassed, and some high school girl is laughing at me in the corner, and, think, and I'm like, None oh, of is- that
0: happens. Number one, <laughs> no one laughs at you because no one cares about you. This I've been learning this as a three. I think everyone's watching me all the time, and no one is. No one ever cares. Yeah, I go to the true. gym, and I'm always worried that like. That oh, people are gonna see how little bit of I'm lifting. And uh-huh. then I've come to a realization like, oh, no one cares.
1: Well, uh, well, what about the time you were. No one's watching me. What? Uh, w- what about the time? Well, they weren't watching you, but you just told me the story, I think, last week when you were at Starbucks.
0: Oh, yeah. Tell, tell me. Oh, that so thing. there was. I went to Starbucks. Sometimes people are watching. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I went to I'm Starbucks, saying. and it was. I was kind of like. I didn't see how it started. But all of a sudden, there was a college girl, not bad looking. I mean, I couldn't see her mask. I couldn't see underneath her mask, but she, and she was, she was okay looking. She was skinny. She went, and this is important. I feel like I'm just giving details, but this is important. As you were saying, I was like, <laughs> okay. no, this is important to the story. <laughs> is
1: Erica going to listen?
0: <laughs> she can listen. I told her this, yeah. but it is important to the story. And then there was a older guy, like 60, 65 cyclist in his cycling outfit. Which is there anything more embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had his helmet on still. <laughs> he Whatever. <did>? Yes. Oh. <laughs> he was getting a drink and he was going right back out to cycling because at least take cycling your stops on. for no man. <laughs> <laughs> so but I guess the way he was holding his phone made it look like he was possibly like taking a picture of that girl. So I guess he he wasn't holding it from what I guess. I, I didn't see how he was holding it, but he wasn't holding it like you normally would, and I'm acting it out, now anyone can see it. But he was holding it like kind of to the side looking at it, which uh-huh. made it look like he was kind of filming this girl. At least that's what she thought. So she came over to him and said, hey, can you put your phone down? And he was like, what? <laughs> she was like, can you put your phone down? You're making me very uncomfortable. He was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know what you're doing. And she was saying that he was filming her um and that's why i think the the skinny uh, looks part comes into play cuz i think she thinks people are always watching her or whatever and maybe she's had that happen or just, i don't know so she kind of keeps saying stuff and then he's like are you crazy and like shows his phone like he just on a text message like what are you talking about <laughs> that's funny and then she goes over and she goes are did you even order anything <laughs> like to the guy <laughs> and he was like none of your business if i did or didn't and then he said um you know you're not that special. No one cares about you. Oh, all this stuff, because he was, she was, she was, um, accusing him of yeah. stalking and filming all this stuff. And if he was, he's just trying to get out and cycle. He, yeah, he's got a cycle. Man's got a cycle. <laughs> so if he wasn't, he literally was just like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> and then pointed out that she thinks everyone's always looking at her. Or he could have been doing it and he was a creep. I don't know. I don't know yeah, what to happened. Yeah. And as the pastor, I stood there and watched. I said nothing to anyone. <laughs> just watch it happen. And you just pulled out some popcorn. You no, know, I sl- I had my I did one of those things where I act like I was on my phone, like yeah. not paying attention, so don't bother me, but I'm really just listening to Really, you were
1: f- just filming both of them? Yeah, I wish I was.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was weird. So the
1: ironic part about that story is the girl who thought everybody was looking at her mm-hmm. was actually looking at other people Thinking they were looking at her. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess. And uh, accusing them <laughs> uh-huh. of watching her when she's the one watching other people. Maybe. I just think that she has the same personality that I do sometimes where I always think people are... Care about what I'm doing? Yeah. When prob- when she when my guess is that dude is just like looking at more bikes to cycle. With. <laughs> like, what so, route should I take home?
1: <laughs> but, but hold on, you said he was holding his phone to the side. I don't know. I at don't, at don't it, like- know.
0: But she was making it seem like he was. Okay. I didn't see it. So if he was, first of all, who holds a phone? That's then? what I was gonna say. <laughs> but if he was, then that's why she was probably like, "Hey, stop filming me." Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, if I'm standing to the side of somebody and somebody's looking at their phone to the side yeah. and their phone is looking at me, I would think that they were filming either me or something around yeah. me.
0: Yeah. Again, I didn't see how – all I saw was her yelling at him. Yeah. And then he just started going, what are you talking about? And showed, showed his phone. But again, you could just quickly press a button and be off of anything, right? Be yeah. Be off the camera thing if you were doing that. That's I don't true. know. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. But um, I, I – was this week... This has nothing to do with our Starbucks story. That's what I get to, what I was thinking about. But well, we weren't week. even supposed to talk about the Starbucks story. Yeah. Um, that's what <laughs> happens. Uh, I discovered a new band. It's actually not new. A band called Frightened Rabbits. I think I told you about it, but you don't, you've you never really heard of them, right? I haven't listened to them yet. So... Um, I know them because Manchester Orchestra is one of my favorite bands. They covered one of their songs, and they actually did a song together. All this stuff. So I was, I was just, I always like to find new bands, right? And, and so I was, this band called what Frightened and Rabbits that I was starting to enjoy. Aren't you special? Yeah, I am. That I, that I was kind of looking up, and I like, um, I like lyrics a lot. I like lyrics that can be like vulnerable, or or um, even kind of like you don't, you don't Eric, like brand new. Eric, you're just. No, no, this nobody is a, nobody cares, Eric. No. You're trying to look cool no, to I'm everybody not. else. No, no, I'm not. Here's why I'm telling you this. Because I was listening to this band going, Oh, these like this dude's like kind of depressed a little bit and uh-huh. like but he's very open and vulnerable. What are they doing now? Oh, this dude killed himself three years ago. Oh, that's dang. why I was telling that. So don't you feel like a jerk now? No, because that, that has nothing to do with what I said. I wasn't saying to make anyone think I was special. I was saying it uh-huh. because I I remember being like, oh man, this guy's like almost depressed or whatever. But it's like so real. It's awesome. What is he doing today? Yeah, and he said it. He sent a tweet at one point, and then they couldn't find him. And then oh, couple that's days terrible. later, yeah. So, anyways, that has nothing to do with what. Oh, so here's so here's what they release an album. Um like ten years ago, that did really well. That's like kind of their their main album, and mm-hmm. then um, they started making a cover album that came out um, after the guy died, but they were making it while it was while he was still alive. And so all these bands came on, including Manchester, including Death Cab for Cutie. All these other bands covered songs from that album. This guy to put on the album, yeah, um, and then. The, it was all done but it just wasn't released yet and then that guy ended up killing himself and then these songs all, all of a sudden take on a new meaning. So they had a little mini documentary on um, those songs and then all these yeah. people talking about this came out after this happened kind of all that stuff. So, um, but the lead singer of Death Cow Cutie made a statement about music that made so much sense to me and it's I feel like it's almost like a possible like sermon thing that maybe okay. we can work out together. Um, here's what he said about music that I think really makes 100% complete sense. You know when you hear things that are like Oh, I that makes 100 that that's fully makes sense. Why did I not think about that? That yeah. obviously is what it is. So he he talked about music and as you get older, which I'm 35, you're 33, um, as you get older you start to always think, everyone does it, that man, the music's not as good today as it used to be. Yeah. It wasn't it's not as good like even like the hardcore bands you used to listen to. Hardcore bands aren't as good today as they were when I was in college, just not as good. And he was saying, everybody thinks that. Your dad, everyone, your grandfather, every single person always thinks that. And here's why they think that. They think that because when you're 20, you have not experienced much music. You've barely experienced music. Mm-hmm. You are just now, when you're in high school, going into college, starting to experience music. So it's all new and fresh. So when you hear these things, it's like, oh, this is awesome. This is so fresh. Yeah. By the time you get to 30s or 40s or 50. You have heard so much music right? that it's not fresh anymore right. because you've heard it so many times. You've heard everything constantly. So, when you hear these new bands that maybe when you're in your 20s, you didn't know music very well, you would have liked them. But now you don't care about it as much because it sounds like all these other bands because you have so much, you have a bigger catalog of music yeah. in your mind. And the point he was saying was, but every once in a while, even when you get older, that band will come out. And you're like, this makes me feel that fresh thing that I that I've lost. And his whole point was, if you keep your ears open constantly, if you're constantly keeping your ears open, um, yeah, you're going to hear a lot more music. But you will eventually find that fresh music, and it will make you feel that 20 year old that the way you first loved music. You you will find it again. Just keep your ears open. Right. And he was talking about this band that he liked. Uh, so, um, before we get to the making this a, a pastor thing. Um, do you find that that is probably true what he said how like how have you experienced it with music Yeah I yeah I think it's I think it's definitely true Now I don't I don't I don't look
1: at the next generation of music and think that it's not as good as our generation I I am fully aware that I don't take the time to explore new music mm-hmm. Like I know that this is what I cuz I feel like what what happens is we get to a point where it's like okay my 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 database of music is full where I can go back and listen to everything that I already know and cycle through all of it because it's so large from, from when I was a teenager or 20s or whatever, younger, yeah. that when I do go back to listen to this band, it's been years You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to take the time to listen to something new because I would rather listen to something old that I haven't heard in a while Mm -hmm. and cycle through all of it every few years. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not necessarily me saying, this is just better.
0: It's me saying, I don't want to invest the time. What was the last band that you discovered recently? Brand new band mm-hmm. not a band that you already like that put out a new album that that you still like yeah the the last new band like this is a new band that i am in on this new band that i did not listen to when i was in college it um, was the last band was i like don't
1: that. know if i'm in on them yet but actually just last night i listened to a brand new band uh called kids
0: oh i have i have a vinyl tooth and nail. yeah i have their vinyl
1: yeah so i i was listening to them last night and i was like yeah they're enjoyable yeah and i like them yeah. Um, so that that's probably like the last one. I mean, yeah, before, well, that, was, that was last night. But like before that, for like a band that that I've completely like bought into.
0: Yeah, because even that's like I listen to a couple songs. You might not ever listen to them again.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: So like the last band that's like I'm in on this band. I'm gonna put my money into this band. I'm yeah. gonna go see this band. Like if Kids came around. No, I want now, see him. You want to go see him? Uh, probably. Which by the way, kids is very hard to find on Spotify. Yeah, because it's so <laughs> many it's kids just so things. many kids things. I know I have to look up the album because it's a terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible
1: name. Um but it's on Tooth and Nail, so uh if you if you listen to Tooth and Nail bands, you may be able to find it. Um anyways, probably the last one that I've really bought into uh was King's Kaleidoscope, I think. Because like, like they were more recent yeah. for me. Like with I'm saying like more recent within the last like four or five years.
0: Yeah. What about and, like avid Brothers, maybe? Yeah. Like, yeah, Avett Brothers, but um, they're
1: they're all in the same time frame. Yeah, for me, I guess Avett Brothers, King's Kaleidoscope, but King's Kaleidoscope is my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, and um, and I buy merch from them. I buy vinyls. I, I, whenever they're in town, I'm going to see them. Yeah. So like, yeah, they're probably the last. There
0: year. is an aspect to it, to music that we've lost now that we're now in the day and age we are we're in. It's nice that we're able to hear anything without really yep. committing too much tell me a band i can go listen to him uh pat from from my church keeps telling me to listen to the, to the new machine gun kelly um, album and i'm like i feel too old for this <laughs> but travis barker plays drums in so i'm like ah i'll listen to it <laughs> um but uh whenever i find a newer band that i'm like i kind of like and some I all you know what i kind of like that kid's band or there's another band called tiger wine that i really like i was like you know what i'm gonna buy their vinyl and just the fact that I put my money into it makes me have to like them, yeah. More than if it was just a band. I was like, I didn't put any money into. It. I was like, I like it. And then after five songs, I never listen to it again. I go back to me without you or other bands that I always listen to. Right. So it's it's weird how when you put that investment in. Back back when we were in college and high school, we would go to. I'd go to Fye. And just listen to random CDs on yep. my break from Sabaro's, And that's play. how I discovered, like, Further Teens Forever and some of the bands I still really like mm-hmm. from his list of random CD at FYE. Yeah, which is barely in, a store.
1: Think about this, kids.
0: You go and you would stand the, the band. Yeah. There's listening, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: kids, the band, and and kids, younger people. Uh, we're gonna tag them. Yeah. We're gonna reach out to them, okay? Who have never, who have never experienced this? Going into a store and standing in the middle of the store, putting on headphones that are attached to a CD player that is attached to a shelf. Pre-COVID, a, a pre-COVID, <laughs> and you would stand there in the store with no phone, nope, and just listen to it. And then, Mm -hmm. and that's how we discovered bands. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds so old. I would do it in Hot Topic, too. I'd walk into Hot Topic, stand there, and be like, Okay, let me check that. that's how I actually that's actually how I discovered uh Fallout Boy.
0: Oh yeah, FOB before, before they were really famous Thanks big. for the memories, even though they weren't separate. <laughs> right. so but it was the album with like
1: Saturday on it or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's like one of the first Saturday. albums.
0: Yeah, Saturday and
1: uh, and I remember standing in there being like Fallout Boy, never heard of them. I guess I'll put these headphones on and listen. Fall oh, Boy, to them. never heard of her.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was like, Well, if I got uh got fifteen minutes before I gotta go back to work, so I guess I might as well kill some time here yeah that's how we would discover bands yeah we don't do that now
0: no it's spotify someone tells you to listen to it and you'll listen to a couple of songs and go yeah i like it and then yeah. never hear it again unless you get into vinyls or something like that which i recommend everyone do but here's my point with what um uh his, his name ben gibbard i think uh, um death cab death cab singer um well, i love death cab a lot yes yeah, uh, so do I. So, his point was, if you keep your ears fresh and you keep listening and keep trying to find it, you will eventually have that feeling again, but that goes away. I'm curious here's here's how I was thinking about it. You can almost apply that mm-hmm. to anything. you can apply it to movies like movies like Billy Madison and happy Gilmore, which I think are gold still, <laughs> yeah, like if that came out now in the words of like. Hubie Halloween, whatever that movie is. Which,
1: by the way, I do want to say. I do too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, um,. And when those movies come out now, you're like, These, "This is stupid," because it's not fresh anymore. But back when you were in middle school, yeah. this is fresh. This is hilarious. Whatever.
1: Yeah, um, see, if Billy Madison came out today, it would be just what the ridiculous six or whatever it was. <laughs> that yeah. other Adam Sandler movie. That's <laughs> what of it would be. Million bad ones. It would be Sandy Wexler. Was yeah. that his other. <laughs> that's what it would be. If, if the Waterboy came out today, it'd be it's Sandy Wexler
0: trying to watch Star Wars right now, and it's hard to watch because yeah. it's not fresh anymore. And the only it's not fresh because everything built on it. So you can apply and, and I'll tell you what, Star Wars is over. Shut up. No, you're saying that because you're from a you're born in nineteen ninety and you <laughs> I was born in eighty seven and you know that. And and you weren't around when it first came out, so you don't understand. You started watching things that were copying Star Wars before you ever watched Star Wars, so it didn't feel fresh, even though it really was yeah. fresh for its time. I know Again, I know that I'm gonna receive some hate mail for that comment. Yeah, you should. So um I think the same can go with our faith. And here's here's how I'm kind of Trying to word this, and then I'll preach this on Sunday. Um, when you're younger, I remember having like experiences that just like felt as real as possible when it comes to my faith. Like I was at conferences and I heard things like the, that the preacher said, and it just really affected me. I would feel I would feel change. I would read things. There would be times where at Creation Festival where I would I remember. Sit on the blanket crying after a sermon or something like that these real experiences because it's new and i'm young and i haven't experienced bunch of life and then you get older you start having kids you start getting busier you've had a lot more life and it feels like those experiences you either get jaded from them maybe like yeah you get you turn sour to them. yeah like oh it's just this church is playing a certain song that, that connected with emotions. this and then they come out at the end and play whale sounds behind the preacher yeah. so that way it makes it feel like there's more of an ambiance here which I do <laughs> we do that in back all the time but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we start to live a little more life and then all of a sudden yeah. it doesn't feel like those spiritual awakening moments are as fresh anymore mm-hmm. because maybe it's we've lived so much and we've done so much other things and we understand it so much at this point that it's like yeah I get it It's it turns into almost like just a theology class compared to like a relationship. I don't know. That's some of the stuff I'm, starting to, I'm trying to yeah. figure out.
1: Yeah, I think that it's it's very true. Um, and uh, a quote, or I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily know where this quote came from. I know that Take I didn't it. come up with Take it. Take credit. But uh, I say it in my sermons all the time. So Shane said it. Shane made this quote up. <laughs> no, I did not. I don't know where I heard it from, though. Uh, but uh, I say it all the time that when it comes to our faith, especially for us who grew up in the church, a lot of times we get to a place where we think, Okay, I've heard it. I know it. I get it. I could. I could even finish this sermon. You know, I could. I know what you're going to say in a in, in a church service, and we get to a point where it's just kind of like, okay, been there, done that. And uh, what I heard somebody say once was, "If we aren't in awe of the message of the gospel every time that we heard it, then we don't truly understand it." Jesus said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, "What? Where?" <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in a roundabout way, but that exact quote. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like. And that always convicts me, and I say it all the time to convict others mm-hmm. uh, because I think that it is important for us because it's, it's a reminder for us to get back to, okay, just because I've lived my life this way for a period of time doesn't make the message any less true, mm-hmm. doesn't make my faith any less important, actually make, makes it even more important, mm-hmm. and it should be even more real, more true to me. So I, I try to do that, but I think that all of the like tactics in which we talk about all the time on this podcast, when it comes to church and when it comes to getting somebody to interact with their faith in a powerful way, we can be kind of jaded to those because we are in the in the in, industry. <laughs> we're in the meetings,
0: creating those tactics. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: And so, like for me, it's so hard to go to a conference or hear or go to and hear another. Yeah, sermon me too. Yep. Because the whole time I'm just like, well, what are they trying to get me to do right now? Yeah, what are they trying to sell me right. right
0: now? Yeah. And same thing.
1: Because we we're we're behind the scenes of that most of the time. And so then when I'm not, I'm like, ah, everything is ruined for me now. Mm-hmm. And those and those tactics are put in place, sometimes coming from a, a place that isn't healthy from mm-hmm. some churches. Yeah. But for most churches, I know at least in our situations like we genuinely have a heart and a desire to help more people know Jesus in a more in a more real way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how do we help people along that path without them thinking that I manipulated them into doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where that jadedness comes from I think for you and I. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that it's still there. And I'm sure that other people who aren't pastors feel excuse me feel the same way.
0: Yeah, especially if you're part of the serving team that like yeah. helps put some of that stuff together and or the light team that like changes the lights at a certain time or and, if you're like friends with the with pastor the, and he tells you things yeah.
1: <laughs> or she tells you things
0: yep yep um, so that's why I think if we follow death Cab's advice <laughs> and keep listening and trying to keep understand being and so in our in our metaphor here, if we keep looking at life in lenses of trying to see how God's connecting with us. Yeah. I think what ha- for me, I found that church is a great way for me to actively and intentionally sh- uh, serve and be part of what Jesus is calling me to do, right? I mean, not only is it like my career or my job, but um, it's, a, it's a very easy and intentional way for us to preach the gospel, to live out the gospel. For me personally, what I've been trying to do is look deeper into myself and like read books and spend time meditating or just being quiet and more learning, leaning into my soul. Because um, a book that I'm reading right now that at um, our buddy Frank uh, told me to read, was talking about how we have the Holy Spirit. If you're a follower right. of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit inside of us. So the best way for you to know God is to look inside, is mm-hmm. to get rid of those, those, those shells that we put up get deeper inside of us. And the deeper we understand ourselves, then the more connected we are to the Holy Spirit, which is God. Yeah. So that's the best way we can grow closer to God. So um, I've been trying now, that I'm getting older and I'm getting more distracted. And I'm getting more jaded and it's not as fresh anymore. And yeah. I'm getting grouchier and I'm smarter than I've ever been. <laughs> and so I think I know more than that I've ever known. I'm trying to, uh, tr- I'm trying to push past that and just mm-hmm. keep my ears open. That's why I discovered a band like Frightened Rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a really roundabout way of
1: getting back. <laughs> <laughs> connecting to all of that. But you're absolutely Not a Christian man, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. But, but you're absolutely right. That's, that's the challenge for us. And for some people, they, they do keep progressing throughout the. And now everybody has ups and downs. But for some people, it's like you're so passionate about following Jesus that that's all that, that, that's all that, that you care about. And that's all that we really should care about. Um, but for others of us, if you have bad experiences or whatever it may be, and, and, and you feel like you become sour to church and to everything involved with that and exploring your faith more, if you feel like you become sour to that, then that's a problem and that, that we need to look at and address. Uh, here's, a, here's, a I think, a good example to relate it back to the music thing, right? Because when we started and I said, I don't think that bands from the next generation are not as good. Mm-hmm. I just know that I don't know them and I don't re- and I don't care to know them. Yeah. But I remember you and I had a conversation with our dad. Rusty cares. Rusty cares hashtag. Because that's legitimately what he thinks when it comes to music. <laughs> yeah. He le- we've had conversations with him where he's like the music in your generation so sucks. <laughs> You're never going to have your Led Zeppelins, mm-hmm. your Rush, your uh, whatever else he likes, Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> you're never, never going to have these bands again. This is the only time in the history of the world, and my generation was lucky enough that I grew up with this music, and it's the greatest music ever. That's mm-hmm. legitimately what he thinks. Yeah. And a lot of us treat our faith that way and treat church
0: that way, Right. He could be right, by the way. There's some good bands in that generation. There are some good bands in that generation. There's no way for you and me to be able to say it or him to be able to say who's right. I agree. But he doesn't. Because he's right.
1: He like discredits everything else. Mm. You know what I mean? Except for Creed, yeah. Except for, <laughs> except for Creed, <laughs> an Alter Bridge yeah, <laughs> it was a which is, was an offshoot uh, of Creed. It yeah, was <laughs> a B side of Creed. <laughs> if you if you know Alter Bridge, let us know because I don't think very many of you do. Um, so, don't look him up if you don't know. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, But he, you know, he like completely discredits everything else. Where I think a lot of times we do that with church too. We just discredit everything that we don't like. Because well, this is this is the way it should be, and we do that with every everything in life, and I yeah. think that that is that does a disservice
0: to things around us. So what we just did there is we took a a saying and a metaphor that had nothing to do with Christianity or theology or faith, and we took it, we manipulated that into um, yeah. something to talk about our faith. So as pastors, especially youth pastors, we're very good at that. Former youth pastors. Former youth pastors. We're. Pastors are notoriously good at doing that. So here's what I want to do. Let's take a break and then let's play a game. All right. Where the game is, we do that. Okay. We, we purposely manipulate things to make it seem like it's a it's a sermon illustration, but it's really not. Does it sound <laughs> right. good? So yeah. let's take a quick break and then we'll play our game. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Um, Shane, you're a pro, you should be a pro at this game because you've done this a million times at your actual church. Yeah. But one thing that I used to do a lot as a youth pastor, when I became a head pastor, I grew up and I don't do this stuff <laughs> as much. Wow. You haven't done that yet. But it's we're very capable, uh-huh. and, and I would even say good, at taking something that has nothing to do with our faith and manipulating it to make it a sermon metaphor, right? Yeah, yeah. With stories, with our kids, we do it. That's what pastors do. That, I mean, that's part of your job description. Yeah. Is to manipulate it's true. situations <laughs> for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're story That's my talent. job title. I'm, I'm a Jesus manipulator. Oh, wow. That's- <laughs> that's <not sad. laughs> didn't, that wasn't word right. But so here's what we're going to do. We're going to say a movie. Okay. And we both wrote down some movies. You wrote down some. I wrote down some. We have not seen each other's list. Nope. So one is going to say the movie, mm-hmm. and then the other one is going to make it a sermon illustration. So here's how we can do it. It can just be about the title. It can be about a scene you remember in the movie. It can yeah. be about the the point of the movie in and of itself. And if we need to, we might need a little time to kind of think about it yeah. so we can explain what the movie is in case people haven't seen it. Um, but that's what we're going to do. Um, should I play like some whale sounds underneath this?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, I
0: will. <laughs> so they will right now see you hear him uh-huh so it's the spirit coming in yep um so here's what we're gonna do you want to go first or you want me to go first you tell me all right i'll go first i want to uh, see how well you do all uh, right here's yeah. the first movie that i have on my list
1: okay so I, and i just have to make this a sermon you're illustration, preaching you're or, preaching. preaching from this okay
0: and you're using this movie that i'm about to say as your sermon illustration okay like to make a point yeah. about jesus man i'm nervous i know so and i explained it but this the first movie i have which shouldn't be that hard is avengers mm. I didn't say which one. You can do whichever one you want mm-hmm. in case you don't know about Avengers. Okay. You know about Avengers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, wow. That was quick. All right, go going? ahead. Yeah. Avengers Assemble. No, that's it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not done.
1: I'm not done. <laughs> like, Avengers Assemble. When well,
0: we,
1: the body is made up of many parts. Oh, wow.
0: Let's go right <laughs> it.
1: That was easy. All right. And when we, you know, some, some part is the arm, some part's the foot, some part's the eye. Some part's the butt. Uh, some part's the butt. Somebody's, sometimes you got to be the butt. But as the church, we all have so many different unique talents and abilities. And when we come together as one for a common goal, then we can do amazing things. Then we can defeat evil. Then we can stomp out
0: Thanos in our lives. Avengers. I (laughs) said, God, that was good, man. Uh huh. So, you do a series called At the Movies every year. Every July,
1: we do an At the Movies series. So, you've
0: been practicing this. And every year, like,
1: so I always try to pick different movies every year. And, like, one year I was like, you know what? I've done a superhero movie every summer. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do one. And people complained. (laughs) People were like, why don't you do a superhero movie? So, now I'm like, I guess I got to do a superhero movie every year.
0: Because everybody loves them. All All right, right, you ready? Uh, Yeah, now I'm nervous because you Uh did well. I thought you were gonna be bad at it. I should have. I'm gonna put my hard ones back.
1: All right, you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Inception. Okay. Now, if you don't know what Inception is, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Leonardo DiCaprio. It's about uh, working within a dream. It's working. It's about working in somebody's dream within a dream within a dream to make them think something and to do something. But then you don't know what's real and you don't know what is fake or an alternate reality. <sighs> oh. I see you I see see the wheel spinning in your yeah I got I got
0: a I got an idea here okay spoilers if you've never seen Inception (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know in the movie Inception they have a little token Uh to make them realize whether they're in reality or not whether they are in the place they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. or whether they're in a (laughs) make-believe I see where you're I see where you're going or they're in a Make-believe fantasy—that is truly a lie. I don't know about you.
1: <laughs> that's my line.
0: <laughs> I would rather live Ugh. in the truth than to believe a lie. Uh-huh. And sometimes we need that token in our life. Wow! Wow! That's good. <laughs> Are you writing this down? <laughs> sometimes we need that token in our life to know what truth is. Yep. Let me tell you that—that that, that token is. <laughs> That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, our token. yeah, And if you want to know the truth in this world, you want to live in the lie that sin gives you. You want to live in the lie uh-huh. and the chains that the sin of this world will bring down on you. If you don't want to do that, you need to find your token. You need to know whether you're in the truth or not. And the truth is Jesus and His Word. Mm. That's it. All right. That's solid. <laughs> For uh, first, I was thinking, do I go and like to the? You go inside of an inside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> try to think of that stuff. All right. You ready? Question though. Huh? Did did the token fall or stay standing at the end? It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. The point
0: was not. <laughs> this is spoilers. This is spoilers. The point was not whether it stood or fell. Uh-huh. It's not whether it's reality or not. Two what was his name? I don't know. Leo. Leo's yeah. character, I name. It was reality now. And he that's decided all I this is what I want now. Uh-huh. So I don't care if it's true or not true. I see my kids. I'm in it now. See that that's That's a, the point of it. That's a that's a different message That you could preach in too. <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. There will be blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. if you don't know what There will be blood, oh, wow. it's a Pete Anderson movie yeah. about an oil tycoon Dawn Day Lewis. It's one of his best movies. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It has a very famous line at the end, the milkshake line. <laughs> yeah. And my straw goes all <laughs> the way over here. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be blood. Do you have anything yet? Yeah, I think I got. All right, here. this is. I thought this would be a little harder. So go okay. ahead.
1: So in this world, we have something called greed.
0: Oh, you're going right to the greed. Okay. We have something called pride. Uh huh.
1: And it's the one thing that can bring us down in any and every situation if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. There will be blood. I don't remember the main character's name. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. He, he had
0: these characters' names.
1: He had everything that he that he that he needed. He had everything that he could have wanted. But it wasn't enough. The question is, when will enough be enough? When, when will you find contentment? When will you be satisfied? Or will you always be looking for the next great thing? Or will you always be looking for the grass being greener on the other side? For Daniel Day-Lewis, and there will be
0: blood. <laughs> Dan- Daniel Plainview. Plain oh,
1: for, for Daniel. <laughs> and there will be blood. It was never enough. And he was never satisfied. And he was never happy. And he burned every bridge in the process of trying to find happiness that he thought he could find in this world. Which in reality... This world's not enough for you. Mm-hmm. It's not enough for me. This world isn't our home. We have something greater waiting
0: for us. Okay. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I thought you'd maybe go in the milkshake route somehow.
1: I I thought about it, but I didn't if I had more time to think about it, then I probably I would. That. But like I
0: want to watch the movie again. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. W- what's the last line of that movie? What's the last thing he says? I'm done now or something. I'm like finished. That. I'm finished. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give it away what he does. It's but but finished. <laughs> but he sits down. And he goes, "I'm done. I'm finished." Yeah, just like just like Jesus, while he was on the cross, said, mm-hmm. "It is finished." <laughs> That's why I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> there's so many ways. Yeah. All right. All right. How many more are we doing? Uh, just I don't know. Do let's do a couple more. We've been doing it for a couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> why wow, is this gonna be a hard one? <laughs> are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> All right. Ace Ventura, Pet <laughs> Detective 2, <laughs> When Nature Calls. <laughs>
0: the second one? Not even the first one? <laughs> oh, so Ace,
1: <laughs> I don't remember what it's about. Ace, Ace Ventura. Pet Detective Two. Gosh, I haven't seen that one in forever. What oh, I nature is the rhino scene. <laughs> <CD. laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I don't know how to make that a sermon <laughs> illustration.
1: If you don't know Ace Ventura, it's Jim Carrey at his finest. I'm going to IMDb.
0: I don't remember how what it's about. I remember the first. one. But you one. know
1: what Ace Ventura is? Yeah,
0: I know. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, All right uh, Give me, give me the synopsis. Was, I know that it was about like
1: protecting animals, and people were po- there were poachers. Um, and they were uh, and they were trying to protect the animals. And there was like the, a tribe there that he was with.
0: <laughs> I don't remember this movie. H. <laughs> Ventura Pet Detective Two. returns from a spiritual qu- spiritual quest to investigate the disappearance of a rare white bat, a sacred animal of a tribe in Africa. Yeah, that's right. <sighs>
1: I remember the w- there was one scene I where he had to mind. wrestle. He had to like fight somebody from the tribe in Africa. Vaguely. <laughs> if you don't know what Ace Ventura is, you don't know. Here we go. This
0: is going to be a major stretch.
1: It's about uh it's about Jim Carrey who plays a detective, but he's a pet detective. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he I has mean, to people go, know what it is. Yeah, okay. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> a hard one. Sometimes there are places in life that you do not want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> you- go okay, go ahead. There are places that If you go into that place If you go into that relationship If you go in with that group If you go into those places That it will lead you on a path That you don't want to go down Ace Ventura knew (laughs) Because at one point He leaves the bathroom (laughs) And he waves his hand That's the first one Oh, I it was in the second one, too. Well, do it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll
1: allow it. Do not go in there. <laughs> After the shark scene? <laughs> that, that's your sermon <laughs> illustration? <laughs> that's what you want? So here's
0: what I want you to do. When you see that toxic relationship, <laughs> when you see those places you should not go, I want you to think what Easter Ventura said. Do not <laughs> oh,
1: that's go in there. That is terrible. terrible. That was
0: so hard. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I've given you a hard one. <laughs> Great. All right, you ready? Yeah. Taxi driver. Taxi driver?
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> you serious with Robert De Niro? <laughs>
0: I don't even remember that movie. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. no. Oh. Taxi driver. Right, you know the famous scene. Yeah, <laughs> the, okay.
1: The, um... Yeah, you looking at me? Yeah. Okay. I don't see anyone else in the room. You looking at me? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: Do you have okay. something already?
1: Yeah, I think so. Wow. Okay. So I know that you're hearing me right now preach this sermon and you may be looking around saying, Boy, I hope somebody else is listening. <laughs> boy, I hope I hope my wife
0: hears this. Oh, this is this is almost as bad as mine.
1: Boy, I hope <laughs> I hope my wife hears Boy, I hope I hope my son or my daughter is listening right oh, now. I know where this is going, okay. Go ahead. And you're standing there and you're looking in the mirror and you're saying well, it's not, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to? Yeah, who you talking to? You looking at me? Who <laughs> you <He> talking to? You <laughs> looking at me? I don't see anybody else in here. <laughs> this is not for the person next to you. This is not for the person in front of me. This is for you. Oh, I'm talking gosh. to you. I'm speaking to you and letting you know that Jesus loves you, that Jesus cares oh, for gosh. you, that there's nobody else here. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Pay attention. We get it. Don't let this moment <laughs> pass you by. Oh, man. You no. looking at me? That was pretty good. <laughs> all right, I see one more each. All right. All right. I have another hard one that's similar to that one that I'm going to pass up. I'm just going to tell you what it was. What but was it? You- Austin Powers My <laughs> Gosh.
0: You're doing, you're doing specific ones of the movies. I don't remember the differences.
1: <laughs> I said, all I remember is the mole. <laughs> the mole. Moly, moly. I just remember the guy with his skin peeling. I don't even remember that. And Beyonce. Oh yeah, Beyonce was in the movie. Anyways, all right. Well, um, I'll, I'll give you a pass on that one. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go. Let's go with this. Let's go, uh, Jaws. Okay.
0: Um. Let me think. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sticking with one like thought that's not really leading me anywhere. I don't know if I want to use it. Right. Have you seen the meme going around about Jaws and the mare? No. that Because that mare wanted... Oh, okay, hold on. I'll tell you after I after I go about it. Everybody knows what Jaws is, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to explain that. In Jaws, it's very obvious that there is a killer shark out in the ocean. Uh, but the mare saw the opportunity to keep it open. It was Memorial Day weekend, July 4th weekend. I it was 4th of July. <laughs> one, of this, one of those one of summer weekends. holidays. It, it was too big of an opportunity to pass up. He saw the dangers, he saw the risks, but he ignored the people around him who were speaking wisdom to his life because all he could see was what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. And what happened? People, people died. Die. <laughs> people were eaten alive. Walk with the wise, and grow wise, but a fool suffers harm.
1: <laughs> what did you say?
0: Walk with the wise and grow wise, companion fool suffers harm. That's in Proverbs. <laughs> he was a fool. Uh-huh. He did not listen to the wise counsel around him, and because of that, he didn't become a fool. He s- people suffered harm because yeah. of it. Vote. <laughs> That's <what he's> <laughs> That's why I seen the meme uh, no. because your vote matters because the same mayor in Jaws <laughs> yeah. one with a pair of Jaws two. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh man, vote. <Both. laughs> All right, do, we, what, do you have one more or is um, that was that it?
1: I just gave you. Is it? Your th-
0: yeah, and I then, mean I then, have I, another. No, one. then I'm giving you w- w- one more and we're done, right? Well, you started with me. How many have I done? I did
1: Avengers first. Yeah, how many have I done? Um, you've done Inception,
0: Ace Ventura, and Jaws. Okay, we we'll are both doing one more. Okay. All right. No Country for Old Men. Wow. <laughs> which wow. is another great movie. You went for the dramas. Yep. No yeah, you are, trust men. me, the dramas are easier than the stupid comedies. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my goodness. The only one I had on here, which I did, I'm not going to do, is Matrix. But uh, I'm gonna do that, one. that one's easier because yeah. he's the one. Yeah, yeah the yeah. one.
1: Man, no, I don't really remember too much. Okay, of so that no coach really? for all men is it's a guy. I just remember the guy walking around with the thing that the uh, the
0: cow, it, the cow, wait, cow c- cattle prod or whatever. Yeah. Um, he flips a coin. It's all about fate. Remember, he's at the yeah. He's at the one place and asking, just call it, call it. Yeah, like, oh, I need to know what I'm calling for everything. It's for everything. Yeah. I yeah. need to know what's on the line. You you've been putting it up since you got in here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So, there's that guy, there's a the guy who finds the drug money, but yeah. uh, he doesn't know what to do with it. So he keeps it and eventually that mm-hmm. that other guy is coming after him. Yeah. Got I anything coming yet? after. Him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think I go with that scene that you were talking about. It's a great
1: scene. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Call it. Yeah. Call. It. So, sometimes in life, we feel like things have been decided for us. Sometimes we look at our past, we look at our parents, our grandparents, our generation, and we put ourselves into a little box. Mm-hmm. And we say, I'm never going to be better than this. It's in my blood. I'm never going to bake it out of this town because Does this is. Did you bake it out of this town? Never. Did I just say, <laughs> Never going to make it. I said bake it out of this town. <laughs> never going to make it out of this town. I'm." my dad was an alcoholic, my grandfather was an alcoholic, I'm gonna be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And we think that that's our faith, fate and that's our destiny. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you that just like in No Country for <laughs> Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the stretches come. We don't realize that, that, thing, that we've already put everything on the line but we are not cornered into a decision. This is this your is, worst one. This is a hard one because I don't remember <laughs> this movie. I don't remember this movie too much, um, and we we just throw in the <laughs> towel. We just give up. We don't we don't put forth the right effort in our life that we should, and we just say, "What? What am I even doing? What is this all for?" I don't know. I don't understand. Why do I need to keep trying? Never give up. This is terrible. I can't. (laughs) That was
0: the worst one. I don't
1: know. I don't remember. Easily. I
0: don't remember the movie. That's the problem. It all depends. Like, there was Tommy Lee Jones' guy. I know. I remember all of the characters. Who at the end retires and he talks about the dream he had. Yeah. I mean, to watch that movie again. Anton was the bad guy, right? Yeah, I think so. Anton uh, Sugar. Something like that. Um, You know how you, so you said bake instead of make. Yeah. (laughs) I was doing a sermon the other day and then, this will be, and then you can give me the last one and we'll be done. I was doing a sermon the other day and for some reason I, I was reading a passage and I said the Calamites mm-hmm. and then afterwards like, Erica was like you said Calamites said oh well, what's supposed to be she said Calamities Calamites no. <laughs> <laughs> when I said it I saw Erica in the crowd like look at whoever she was with Jessica or whatever just like what did she say <laughs> she started laughing and then she said that. I just kept going I didn't notice and someone behind was said said calamities, like really quietly.
1: Like to themselves? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trying to figure Calamity's it out. Calamities? <laughs> All right. I, I thought it was like a tribe that like David <laughs> was fighting or something.
1: <laughs> All right. I got uh, one more oh. for you, okay? Okay. Is this going to be really hard? No.
0: Okay. It can't be harder than Ace Ventura, Bad Detective. Right. Two.
1: All right. You ready? Was it the mask? This is more. <laughs> oh, I wish this is more in your wheelhouse. Okay. Uh-huh. Batman and Robin with Mister Freeze. Oh, the terrible one. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh gosh. <laughs> you're you're a big Batman guy. You know, if You don't. If you don't remember this movie it is by far the worst Batman movie yeah it is uh, uh, Batman and Robin uh, Val is this with Val Kilmer no it's George Clooney George Clooney that's right and Chris O'Donnell Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it and Alicia Silverstone the amount of ice puns yeah <laughs> he
0: shoots at one point and goes chill all <laughs> as Mr. Freeze all right you know what I'm gonna go about this a different way but it'll still count yeah technically sometimes in life uh that you work really hard and you put a lot of effort into something that you're doing, and then life doesn't respond appropriately. Maybe it didn't succeed like you thought it would. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you thought that life was going to turn out differently. Maybe you thought you would be married by now. Maybe you thought you'd have kids by now. Maybe you thought you'd have that career job and you don't, and you feel like a failure in life. Listen, it happens. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Batman and Robin? <laughs> 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 Batman, the first one, and Batman Returns, amazing movies that are still, we can still be the effect of it today, even though there's movies in the 80s. Then Batman Forever was kind of a campy mess, but people <laughs> still went and saw it. And then Batman and Robin came out, and they had bat nipples in it, and ice punts. Sometimes- and Bane. <laughs> <and> Bane. <laughs> Sometimes you think that things are going to work out, and they don't, but let me tell you something, Batman wasn't over. <laughs> You can always come back. <laughs> <laughs> never give up. <laughs> that, uh, that was out of reach too. Yeah, but that's pretty was.
1: good. That that I think that was your best one.
0: <laughs> that made the most sense. Yeah. Here's what's funny: This lines were saying. I've said all those lines in a sermon. Oh, I, I just have time. never made it reach to a terrible analogy. Yeah, of yeah, a movie. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's
1: what well, we, well, we're going back to our
0: wheelhouse. Yeah,
1: we're going back to what we would normally do. So, send. Let us know what your pastors have have done or connected where you've been like, oh, that's kind of a reach.
0: And I would also like to know, because that was fun, send us some movies and you that you want us yeah to pastor. I'm going to use it as a verb. We're going to pastor these movies uh. to, to connect to the message. So send us those movies. There's a million ways you can do that. What's a one-way you can do it, Shane?
1: Wow, you gave me <laughs> no time. Oh, my goodness. What's the
0: one-way? Yeah, it's like one-way they can do it. Man, you've all, I've been already... I'm sick, I'm sick of dealing with the Facebook messages. I'm <laughs> sick of dealing with the emails. One-way, please, so we can go.
1: Okay. The one way that you can do it is you can uh, stick your head out the back window and go, caw Avengers assemble! And then when the Avengers assemble... caw <laughs> When the Avengers assemble, you say, Here's Spider-Man, here's come here's Spider-Man. <laughs> come here, Spider-Man. And then when Spider-Man comes over and he goes, Hey, what's the problem? You wrestle him to the ground, you take your question, you tape it on his back, slap his no. butt, oh, send okay. it our way. Okay. <laughs> we'll right. get it. Yeah, I we'll get before. it. S- slap his butt. He'll swing his way over to us. No. No. Does that work? No.
0: Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast. You can go to our Patreon page, patreoncom Podcast Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.